Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is TL, and he is Torian Richardson, and we welcome you to the front line. It's still a stereo podcast, people. Oh, my gosh, we got something in store for y'all today. And y'all just gonna have to stick with us. Because as I always say, if you are looking for the news, this is not it. This is couch conversation between me and my mans. And we love it when y'all join in on us. So just roll with us as we take you down this good conversation, man. T, what's good, bro? Oh, I got you on mute, don't I? You do have me on hey, mute. What's, what's, what's a good word? Hey, man, look, I this is this is about to be a front line first because normally I am extremely prepared and I know what I want to talk about. I know what I'm going to say. I know what I don't know what the guests are going to bring. And I, and I know what questions I'm going to ask because I generally have an interview. Um, but today is not an interview. It's just me and my boy in here. Um, still, still, still got an expert in the studio with me. The, <laughs> that would be you. No, that's you. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I usually have an interview, and today's interview is going to be the guest today because um, last week, um, setting context for people who didn't watch the show last week, last week we had an amazing show. I would consider it amazing. Over 5,000 people watched it. So I would, in, in, in this very small podcasting startup, I, I would consider that amazing. That's so, a win. That is definitely a yeah. W, brother. Definitely a W. We had an amazing show last week where we um, had a conversation. I've been because I've been on this quest uh, about what centers the black community. What stands do we come back to that we can agree on? And we're not really concerned about what we disagree on. What what can we come back to that we agree on? So I pulled together uh, a political conversation where I had um, a couple conservatives, a couple liberals. Uh, me and you kind of set an independent seat. And then we, one of our liberals kind of went re- way, way left on us and, and, and turned out to be a socialist. Um, <laughs> Wait, is that, is that what he said? A self-proclaimed socialist? He said that himself. He was like, I'm a self-proclaimed. Oh, he did, He's he like, liberal, I'm liberal. I'm liberal. He said, I'm registered Democrat. But if you really want to say it, I, I'm way left of the left. I'm, 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 I'm a, a, a socialist. And I was like, okay. wow. He, okay. he claimed it on his own. Look, Jason Henry. Um, I, I definitely want to say thank you for joining the front line. Don Miller, the ignorance killer. Oh, my gosh. The comments with Don Miller in them. <laughs> I'm going to get to that. In the- <laughs> I just love the term. Don Miller, the ignorance killer. Uh, that's that's a good one. That's a good they one. Had, and, and Latanya Peterson um, and, and our guy, Mighty Men of Sigma, we, we always going to say go mob. Go mob, to, always. Uh, um, Chris Ray. Chris Ray, he joined us and he he shared his point of views. And, and I just want to talk about it a little bit. Um, but before we get to talking about it, I just want to send a, a special thanks to all the regular listeners who come back every week and looking for a Frontline Stereo Podcast show when we're live. Uh, I, I This is where I say, if you haven't shared this with a friend, share it with a friend. Tell them to go to the Frontline Stereo Podcast Facebook page. Hit the like, hit the follow button. Um, YouTube is not up yet, but it's coming soon. But hit the like and the in the um, follow button so you can get your um, notifications when we do go live. And just join us on this um, ride. This couch conversation is what we do. We go an yeah. hour long, hour strong. And uh, you know my motto here on the show. 
we try to be informational over emotional. <laughs> Let me be emotional. <laughs> but what I'm going <laughs> to do is try to bring some people that will give us the information so that we can move forward um, properly in our life. Uh, again, yes, sir. thank you to all the Frontline Podcast um, regular listeners, Jaron. Um, always let's go yeah we got it we about to go yeah. right now Let, um, let's jump in directly into some comments bro because you know from what i heard from our conversations this week you received a lot of feedback i thought it was a great show uh it was one of the most engaging shows that i've ever been a part of not just on the front line i mean i have my own podcast that i'm doing as well as co-hosting the front line with our guy tl so if you get a chance please make sure you check out where's your heart you can find it on youtube facebook Across the border, you can just go to my page uh, at Torian Online. But um, yeah, man, I, I understand why you were saying that we had over five thousand li uh, listeners and viewers because it was engaging and it did kind of polarize in that conversation around how people felt, how they were looking at the current political situation, and with the new updates that we have this week, people should be flooding your lines right now, trying to Dude, get I'm on kidding. so we can further this conversation. I'm getting cursed out. I've been threatened to be cursed out today. And this is where I was going to talk to some of my listeners. Jaron, I appreciate you. I see you out there. Let's go. Um, one of our regular listeners, Dez, basically told me he was out on this one because he he didn't like well, um, the, the comments that I made. He, I guess he thought they were disrespectful. But uh, it's, it's what, a, what, what it, comments specifically? What are you referring to? See, I don't even want to start talking about we're going we're going to start off the show talking about Kamala Harris and the, and the Biden thing. Oh, I, I don't know the comments. So, OK, no, go ahead. Uh, we we're not gonna start off talking about that. We're gonna talk about it, but okay. I just want I, I want to get into the context of last week's show because I, I felt it was an important conversation. The the conversation uh on last week's show is I was really looking to see where we in the black community, black liberals and black conservatives have a have an overlap. And I think people um forgot I took the moderator um position last week. I, I wasn't trying to be a host, I wasn't trying to share my opinion. Um my opinion was pretty much on display. It's both sides of that coin. These are my friends. These are the people who I sit down with. These are the people who I listen to on a regular basis. And it comes from both sides. Um, Don Miller was on the show, as he, as we call him, Don Miller, the ignorance killer. Look, people hated Don. He even talked about y'all on his own show. Um, look, he came yeah. in. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Because you sound as if you're apologizing. Is that what you're doing? No, I'm not apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you said I like to me. No, not even huh? close. I, I, I mean, people, I, I guess I got, I, I did. Okay, maybe I am apologizing a little bit. People want me to be the host. I am the host of, of this show. And, and Torian steps in and my guests step in. And, and, and you guys also do step in and provide content that that really does shape this show. And I was fairly quiet. Let me Let me just be real with y'all last week we was going through a thunderstorm and some of these comments got left out so i couldn't keep up with some of the conversation i literally had to go back and watch our my own show to see what was said and see what got y'all up in a stir and don's comments literally sent y'all in a stir because y'all couldn't believe that uh, a black guy from chicago um the south side of chicago in the hood with hood parents you know that 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 he has the true I don't want to call it the only, but a true yeah, native could, black American experience. Okay, well, time out, time out. I got to jump out. in on that one. So, so are we saying, are we saying, as a, as a native Chicagoan, I didn't grow up 100 percent on the South Side, but about a third of my upbringing is on the South Side of Chicago in the Auburn Gresham area. Are we saying 
that that is what you describe for Don is the native black American experience or the litmus test for it in the United States? Again, I'm not saying it's the only native black American experience. It's one that most people would identify with because they was like, he not from the same hood I'm from. He not yeah, but, from the Okay, but know. but th- but let's cause we have to get the dialogue on this one, right? But okay. to me that's that's part of the fundamental problem in, in, it is. in the black community. That's why I wanted people to see it. I wanted you people know? to see that that is part of the fundamental problem. Why is it that, and this is a question that I asked you earlier today, why, or when we originally started the show, why yeah. is it that whenever we have an opinion outside the, the mainstream community's opinion, then it's we, we not black enough, or we not from there, or, or we don't share the same experience, or we're lost, or some of the, some of the things that I even asked the guests on the show um, around why they took a conservative approach after being raised in a predominantly liberal household these are the things that i wanted to understand like why are we so adamant to just throw those people away or as you say like like the candace owens of the world well i don't want to throw candace owens away i just don't agree with her i can well i I, I, well see here's the challenge here's the problem we're 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 dealing in absolutes and Mm -hmm. you're talking about i don't know how many how many um, native black Americans, when you say we have new, let's just say 30 million. Okay. Okay. That, that were born in the United States, that were educated through the educational system, through the political system, through the economic system of the United States from birth. And the fact that we think that there's one monolithic way of existing is a huge problem in our community. And it does come from a problem. And I think it actually stems from the fact that a lot of us, so we mentioned our, our mighty fraternity of Phi Beta Sigma, right? Right. But out, even outside of, of, of Mighty Sigma, our, our peers, right, a lot of us gravitate and really connect our identity to, to be quite honest with you, and I'm a member of Phi Beta Sigma, but it's a Greek letter fraternity, okay? And when I was in Egypt last year, I remember walking around, and I'm looking at the hieroglyphics, and I'm looking at the progression as we go from lower Egypt to upper Egypt, up the Nile, and I see where the Greeks and the Romans literally took all the stories, all the history, and then transferred it to, you know, Greco-Roman history. And I'm thinking to myself, man, I feel a little misguided because I, I have this. Hold on a second. Hold on. I, I, we, we're talking about this. I feel a little misguided. I got this big brand on my arm. Love my fraternity. But this comes from something that's deeper, that's actually closer to at least my, my genetic roots. Not saying it's bad or good, but what I'm saying is, is that for me, opening up and having a different frame of reference is what helps people. And so for me, I have different ways to identify with people and I can look at things differently. And I think we need to have more people that are native black American that have different ways of identifying with their own identity outside of one particular experience. I think that would help us internally. Personally, that's what I believe. No, that and personally, that's what I believe because I mean, if what they say, if you don't know, you can't grow. And if, if you're canceling everyone out of your life that has challenged an opinion you have or a point of view that you have, and you only deal with the people who have that same point of view and that same opinion. One, you're not growing because you should be able to civilly hold a conversation and not agree with someone. And then two, then you don't know what the other side is even thinking. So how can you have the proper information to even make your decisions? And that that is literally has that's what got me up in a in an uproar when it comes to this this Biden um, Harris ticket. 
everyone, just because I don't agree with Biden or Harris, I really don't agree with Biden or Harris. I guess we're going here. It's starting to go that way. Huh? Um, uh, I don't really agree with Biden or Harris, but just because I don't agree with the selection of Harris don't mean I hate every black woman. I love black women. Most, If you look back at any of, of most of these um, shows on the front line, most of the interviews were with women first. Um, I don't have a problem with bl- black women at all. If he would have chose. Well, okay, I got it. I got it. I got to time you out on that one, too. So I mean, as, a, as a person who works as a culture scientist, I work in learning and development for corporations. Your comment could be taken the way a Caucasian person would say, hey, what do you mean I'm racist? I have plenty of black friends right now. I'm not I'm not I'm not accusing you of anything. But what I'm saying is, is that just because on our platform. We have women. I have women on my show. Doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, we're, we're for or against women. Right now, what does mean that is how we actually have personal encounters. And same thing I say to people who say they're anti-racist is once you have a heightened sense of awareness about racism, not mm-hmm. just being anti, but saying, OK, I have a higher sense of awareness. I'm able to, one, acknowledge that there are things that are happening that maybe I can't identify with, but I still need to do something about. And then two, how do you take action against it? So I'm, I'm just saying that for you and what you just said, just be cautious of the words well, that you use. Me, so, so tell me, how can I identify differently with that statement? <laughs> but, it's, mean, but no, 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 no. It's not the statement. I don't have a problem with the statement. But what okay. I am doing is I'm trying to bring the thinking back to somebody who might be listening, who might be triggered by what you just said. Because I know that my stance, because I am an independent, I've been independent for a long time. I've always stood on that, right? Um, and that's triggering for people. I've said this on this show and on my show, like I've lost two, maybe three really, really good friends over the past three to four months because I won't say or wear certain things the way that they want me to wear them or say them. And it doesn't mean I don't even agree with them. It's just I have a different way of going about it. So my point is, if we take it back to how people might be triggered by what you just said, then just understanding that some people are not ready for the message that you're trying to give. They, they're not able to even receive it, just like your show. Some people are not ready to receive diversity of thought. They're not. Hmm. Well, they, they well, guess what? They about to be upset today. Okay. Because some of these people are not going to be ready to receive some of the things <laughs> that I have to say <laughs> about Kamala Harris, about Joe Biden. We shouldn't even be having these conversations. conversations. Kamala Harris because Joe Why? Biden shouldn't be because Joe Biden shouldn't even be he shouldn't have even been picked the the black community reinvigorated his whole campaign he was all but left for dead until he got to South Carolina and Uncle Jim Clyburn you know what I really want to say Uncle Ruckus Jim Clyburn um, <laughs> until he came into play and and reinvigorated his whole campaign we wouldn't even we wouldn't even be talking about Biden but again. You touch on a point that I really want to drive home before hmm. I get into talking about Kamala Harris and, and Joe Biden, because I'm sure that's what everyone wants to talk about. Look, I'm, I'm looking at all the frontline listeners out there. Look, it, y'all going to have to weigh in on this because this is where I need the most help at. I want to understand why is it that in our community we're canceling, canceling out 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 canceling out people that are in our life that holds a different opinion of whatever the situation is, just because they hold a different opinion don't mean you got to get pissed off with them because they don't think exactly the same way. To me, I think is no different than uh, a white supremacist racist. It is people. It when 
Difference so you, threatens you identity. Are you calling black people racist? No, I didn't say that at all. I said it's okay. no. I said the attribute is no different. It's the ability to identify with more or, or than one or two things. It's the ability to say I have a broader spectrum to see things, so that I can have an open. I can take in more information, so I can make more informed decisions. And that presses up against our identity. I would argue that's why a lot of people don't travel if they have the means, right? That's yep. why a lot of people stay in positions or jobs that they hate is for the, the the concept or the mindset of security as opposed to, you know what, this has been cool or it's been okay or it's been horrible. Mm-hmm. Let me go expand the horizon of my own experiences so I can try to gain more things and have more data points to look at things more broadly. And it's actually, it's not a black white thing. I would argue, particularly here in the United States, that a critical mass of us actually do that. I don't care if it's middle class, upper middle class, working class, working poor, doesn't really matter. A lot of people do that. So, you know, that I think, and that's a problem, but that's also, honestly, that's a personal and a self-development challenge, especially for people. And this is my challenge to all the churchgoers and the people who call themselves spiritual and anything in between. It's like, to me, a lot of times there's a, there's a huge dissonance between what people mm-hmm. say they believe and where they spend their time on the weekends and then what they actually do and how they treat people when it's hard. And that's what I look at. And I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. Go ahead. So, no, no, you no, you're you hit it. You hit a spot on it. And then, Marcy, you also hit it spot on it. Like every every everything that you stand for can't be put on a T-shirt black people. So we, we just can't we just can't throw the fist up and, and keep it moving if you're not going to follow follow the things that you do. Here's a, here's another issue that I have. And and I want the frontline listeners definitely to weigh in on this. Look, if you are not watching the show live um, and you want to comment about this show, just send an email to frontline SPC at gmail.com because I really want you to, to weigh in on this. I've heard comments of if you don't vote, you don't have a say uh, a, a vote on uh, no vote for the person they want to vote for is a, is a vote for the other person. Like that's like, these are facts. These are the things that, 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 that should make you change your mind because, and let me put it in context. If you don't vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, that means you're voting for Trump. So guess what? I guys, I sit with people who actually like Trump and actually vote for Trump and that are black, white, and other They've never told me. I've never heard that statement to them. If you don't vote for Trump, then you're voting for the other people. If I don't vote for him, I just don't vote for him. And then here's the other that last piece, the one that really pisses me off. I'm trying to select the lesser of two evils. Look, guys, the lesser of two evils means you already identify with the fact that they're both evil. And I don't have to participate in something that's evil. I can there. There are other options. And before people go, well, TL, what's the other options? The other options are I can vote locally. I can volunteer locally. I can um, put it, put forth programs locally um, that deal with my community, my city, my state. I don't always have to jump in on the ballot that that's the um, the, the primary, the presidential. I don't have to jump in on the presidential um, ballot. I don't have to always jump in that. I don't, I don't always agree with it. I don't so let so let me be the contrarian. Then. Let me be the contrarian, because then there are going to be people that say, "Well, forty years ago, mm-hmm. people, our our relatives, people during the civil rights movement, actually fought for us to have the ability to do that, 
And we are dishonoring them by not execute, executing what they fought. And many people lost their lives for. What, what, would, your, what would your comment be for that? I got a comment for it. Frontline listeners, I want to know your comment on that, too, because we hear that so so often. And I know I got a very liberal audience and I, audience, and I know I got um, people who swing on the Democratic side, especially when you hold a black audience in a black space. But listen to me when I say this. I said this. Matter of fact, I said this last week. If y'all would stay to the end of the show, sometimes y'all will get teased take and y'all will hear me out before y'all stop calling me a host. There's the, the our ancestors, <laughs> our ancestors who who fought for our right to vote. There's an inherent assumption in that in that very statement. They wanted to have something to vote for. And if we don't have anything to vote for, then that right to vote is what? Yeah, we got that right to vote for them, that what they were fighting for was the right to vote. Okay, we we have the right to vote now, guys. Now, what are we what are we voting for? Because I don't hear anybody saying anything about any policies. And oh, thank you. I'm glad you asked me that question because I want to bring up this policy conversation. I'm mm. I'm so happy about some of the comments that I got or personal comments that I got after the show about policies. We don't have enough conversation about policy when it comes to politics. That's why we always um that's why we always falling for the okie doke. That's why we always falling for the for the the lesser of the two evils. They always get over on us, which I'm gonna talk about because the lesser of two evils are really not the lesser of two evils in this case, guys. I got so many comments, text messages, calls. My partner called me and damn near ran me ragged for an hour and a half after the show. Devin, you out there, you can comment. He ran me ragged after the show for about an hour and a half about what how many policies Obama had, how many policies that were put in place by Trump. It was a policy conversation. And, and of course, I got that from other multiple other people. It, it became a policy conversation. That's the first time that I've had a policy conversation with people who would inherently or normally, I'm not inherently, who would normally say, oh, politics, I usually don't talk about politics. This is not what I do. That's not my thing. That's well, what so you say. So I have a question for you. So in that policy conversation, how many of those policies were directed at native black Americans as a, as a community specifically? <laughs> Look, if you're asking for my answer, I'm, you know, my answer is none of them, none of them. There's right. not, a, there's, there's not any policy that has been put on the floor. And, and there's, and there's that, that assumption in that statement T, that inherent assumption is that we'll have something to vote for. We have to have a policy or a, a, an agenda to go out and vote for other than it. Cause if not, you're just voting for the lesser of two. Evils. Well, so I'm going to, let me back it up a little bit too. It's, it's bigger than voting. We have to do a, a much better collaborative job of really understanding the game and the system that we're in period. Right. Because politics policy are all a part of a larger economic conversation and a larger economics circle. And so we have to understand funding. We have to understand how people get into political office. We have to understand who they're beholden to once they get in, what their term limits are. And we also got to understand how law plays into this so that, you know, I'm, a, I'm an economics person, so that economically we are able to go in and vote the interests of the native black American community. And, yeah. What's frustrating for me is I haven't 
I don't I don't think we have a collective conversation around that in most places. So I've I don't know how many people are familiar with uh, Dr. Claude Anderson's Powernomics. I'm familiar I've, with I've looked at his I've been looking at that for almost a decade. I've seen it. And and a lot of what he talks about is really, really important around you can't really affect the political system unless you have economic blocks. Now, when I say affect, it doesn't mean derogatory. It doesn't mean that you don't work and collaborate with other people at other certain times. It's not about keeping everything separate, but it is about having a specific, precise, collective interest where we go in and the next two years and the four years are about one thing. And unless we get that one thing, there will be things, consequences, if you will, or incentives that will affect how we show up the next time. And that is how you move the needle collectively. That we have not done that. We haven't done it. And I'm, I'm leaving this. I left this comment up there for, for so long because this is my wife talking about I'm, somebody need to hush for the next four years. This is the comment that I'm talking about. We don't have to hush for the next four years because we didn't fall in line with what you what you think is 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 the thing we should be doing. So that's the conversation that you that's what you and her argue about when y'all at home. Oh, we don't argue about it. We talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> but these are the things. She, she probably put this up here just so I, I know. Can, I know. You know how I get. Yeah, I um, but yeah, these these are these are those these are those comments that I've been dealing with all week. And it, I don't want to I don't want to just totally come off of this because we're gonna keep talking about we're gonna we're gonna continue to have these conversations um, as as we even shift to this new conversation, this Biden Harris ticket. Yeah. Yeah, we got to talk, dude. What's Look, up? The How you feel? I'm, 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 I'm neutral on this too. I, I'm no, not. I'm well, not neutral, bro. I, I predicted. I mean, we figured that something like this would, would come about. Um, Again, these attacks, no, dude. I, I'm disappointed. I am. I'm. I'm really offended by some of the really? people. Yeah, I'm offended by some of the people who really think they can come to me and go, "You don't like black women, and this is disrespectful." Is it really disrespectful? Yeah, but just, man, but, but hold on, bro. These are these are um, these are these are triggers, bro. These are hold on some, some type of trigger and try when people hear certain things, when when there are emotional and energetic blocks, and I'm not trying to sound overly spiritual spiritual. This is a scientific thing. People stop hearing what you're saying. All you have to say is one thing. And they stop hearing what you're saying. So if you're somebody who has always felt marginalized, who hasn't felt you had opportunities, and maybe you reflect the version of that, I don't know. I mean, it could be a, a bunch of different things. But my point to you is, and we talked about this earlier, is that the message is for the person who's ready to receive it. You cannot be held accountable for other people's triggers. The only thing you can do is be mindful and intentional on what you put out there and try to give that in a way that people can receive it. But you can't be accountable for how people receive information, man. You can't. You can't. You're right. I can't be accountable for how they receive information. But there's this is my but. These are people who, I mean, right now we're, we're a growing show. A lot of these people um, that are watching this show that that follow me on Facebook are mm -hmm. looking at some of my comments, which I tend to make. Um, I still work in corporate America, guys. I tend to make sure the comments are corporate America friendly still. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you would think that because I said she's not the pick for us and she's not really like us, that I'd have called her out of the name, called her a B. I'm not a rapper. I didn't. I didn't go yelling bitches and hoes. I just, I, I just simply said that she's not for us. 
but again, but again, if this is the biggest stage, the biggest platform to where a community of people feel like finally we have a voice, right? And this is their time. Hold on, I'm just saying, I'm not, I don't even know this for sure. I'm, I'm projecting what I think could be the case because there's a variety of different reasons why people might be triggered with something like this. But I would go back to, it, it's likely that people, in order to feel alignment, in order to feel supported, they want you to use their words, right? And so if you're not using their exact words that meet them where they are, then they feel a certain way about it. And to me, that's more of a sign of where a person is mentally and psychologically, intellectually, emotionally, than it has anything to do with a ticket or anything like that. Because that doesn't have anything to do with difference of opinion and a high, not even a higher level, a broader way of thinking and analyzing things. You can still hold your opinion, right? But my right. thing is bring in more information so that you can better substantiate or at least try to jump on some other sides and say, okay, there are a few things that I can kind of like Candace Owens, right? If you really listen to what she's saying without being triggered, right? Just try to take in what she's saying. She has some good points at times. A lot of, I would argue more than 50% <laughs> of the time she does not, right? But I can listen to her and be like, okay, I can maybe understand where that came from. I really don't understand where that came from. Or you know what? I can give you a, a, a smidgen of agreeance on that because there's some truth in there. But if you look at any of these pundits, any side, what people are doing is they're throwing in broad facts and they're rationalizing it with their philosophical opinion. And when you package all that up, it sounds truthful. And you know why? Because they're talking to you. Everybody has an audience. Right. If you're watching MSNBC, they have data and demographics on who's watching. If you're watching CNN, it's the same. If you're watching Fox, it's the same. If you're watching Breitbart, it's the same. If you're watching the Nation of Islam, it's the same. Right. If you're watching Dr. Boykins, it's the, so people know their audience. And my thing is, I know when people are trying to talk to me, which is fine. I want to listen to some of the people that are not necessarily trying to target me. I just want to hear where they're coming from. That's it. I don't have to agree with him. I don't even have to disagree with him. That's it. Okay. Well, here we go. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to trigger some people because I want to have a. I want to. I want to share what I think has been triggering people. I don't think Kamala Harris is a good pick for Joe Biden. One, I don't think Joe Biden would even be the conversation of choice. He's already said um, that he's a transitional president. He's a trans. Oh, no, not president. Transitional candidate, which means as a transitional candidate that this gentleman possibly could not even finish his first term. And if he's not going to finish his first term, people, of course, I have to look at the vice president because that's the person who takes over. And in this case, it's Kamala Harris. And here comes the triggers. Guys, Kamala Harris couldn't hold her own in, in her own presidential campaign. What do you mean by that? In, give me some, give me some specifics. Specifically, she yeah, dropped. I didn't out. watch it, so. <laughs> oh, I, I do. I keep I keep track of this stuff. The she dropped out of the the, the presidential campaign. She gave you some so, some sorry sob story about her not being able to raise enough money to continue forward with the debates. She can. She had enough money, guys. What happened was, have you guys ever heard of um, Shayla and Sheree Peoples? Shayla and mm -hmm. Sheree Peoples are the the mothers who the mother who she put in jail. That's the mother she put in jail under her truancy law, the law in which she championed in, in, in California for a mother who didn't have a troubled daughter. That's Shayla. 
she had a sick daughter with multiple sclerosis. She misses upwards of 80 to 200 days every year, but she had the proper paperwork, AKA a 504. She um, missed what school? She missed school. school. Okay. Yeah, this truancy okay. law. Let me let me for for those people who don't know what this truancy law is, um, the truancy law basically they they did this whole study around kids who who basically don't go to school and drop out. They end up um, in gangs or or with the bad crowd, so to speak. So she wanted to take a stance against that group of a group of um, people and say, if the kids don't go to school, we'll lock the parents up. Well, the parent that she unintendedly locked up was a person who had a 504 documented form for um, for her daughter's illness. And the truancy law, you only the truancy law, the way it's um, the verbiage in it. It's if you miss three days of school, they can lock you up. She she said what she did was she created law. She's she's not going to tell you she created law. She created law, a brand new set of laws for schools to follow and then championed it from San Francisco through the whole state. And this created a whole new set of laws for schools to follow. So this three to 18 days that you're hearing uh, in regards to truancy, this mm -hmm. is what's locking single mothers, working hard, mother, hardworking mothers. This woman, um, Miss Sheree Peoples, now yeah. she's had to deal with she's had to deal with the fact that she got evicted because she can't get a job. She can't get a job because she has a misdemeanor on her record an open case misdemeanor, which they let her out the same day. So, which makes me think it was a photo op. Um, but she has a, a record that she's still dealing with from back in 2013. And this is the person that you guys want me to vote for. But before I just hit that, well, well, so, well hold on, but let me dig into that a little bit. Let me play the contrarian. So, we're talking about one particular instance, right? For now. Okay. One particular instance around one piece of legislation in the state of California. So I'm trying to make the connection as to, and I, again, I'm not, I'm just being a contrarian. How does that mean that she isn't ready or that she can't be the vice president and probably eventually the president of the United States? So I don't understand that connection. Here's, here's the connection for me. Everyone's upset about Trump right now. Everyone thinks he's not, not not everyone, not everyone. Not, you're right, not everyone. The, the black community is is overwhelmingly upset with Trump. Forty five got to go. Look, the reason why I don't talk about forty five guys is because more than likely we agree. I don't think he's the right president for us. Um, I don't want to get we we agree. There's nothing to talk about there. So that's why I haven't said anything about um, Donald Trump. So this is why I'm offended because the fact that I'm a of a person who has historically voted Democrat. I can't talk about the Democrat and look at the history and the, get the information on the Democrat that I see is absolutely asinine, but let me make the connection. I got off track a little bit. I went left. The connection is your Trump has called itself the president of law and order and how he uses military force and how he uses police force. And what I wanted to do was put, put a display against, or give you information on the very same thing that Kamala Harris has done. She, I like to call her Chameleon Harris. She fits in where she needs to fit in. And she says and does the things that she needs to do for that group that she's trying to fit into. She was California's top cop. The very thing that systematic racism and that, that police reform that you're 
you're marching against, she sided with cops most of the time. She's the person who you would inherently march against. And this yeah, is but, just- But I would argue that the majority of people marching don't, they, they, even when we talk about police reform or what I like to call is reimagining public safety, just, I, I think words are important. Um, mm -hmm. Again, this goes back to learned behavior and conditioning of thinking. Even with that, man, a lot of people are not digging into what that actually means. You, you know what I'm saying? And what that means to their local community. That's why we have the last show. We need to start understanding from both sides of the coin. We need to start digging into what that really means because it affects us. That that has the, the very things that we're out there going rah, rah, rah and rebelling over. These are the very things that we're we're really about to vote for. These are the things that you want us to. Oh, I'm I'm confused, and even some of my white friends who and some of my Trump stumpers that love Trump. <laughs> what is it? Is that what you call him? A Trump stumper? I, I call him a Trump stumper, man. I don't, I don't talk for Trump. <laughs> but look, these Trump stumpers that these people that really want to vote for um uh Donald Trump, they're inherently confused. They're they're really lost. Is they go. Well, you don't like Donald because he sides with cops and you march against police for you marching for police reform and against systematic racism. But the people who you're ready to vote for is the very people that Biden placed in systematic racism, as I like to Every as I like to put out there. Crime bill since 1976. Every, Every 76 crime bill has had the name of the Democratic senator from the state of Delaware, Joe Biden on that bill these aren't my words these are his words since 76 major and minor crime bills have been put in place like by him and yet you're marching for police reform systematic racism and this is the guy you want listen here would, be my, here would be my question to the people who are triggered by stuff like this i would like them to call in and tell me who their local county and regional sheriffs are okay tell me who their deputies are and how they actually get elected and i guarantee you that a critical mass of people don't have a clue they might google it and try to jump on but then when we start to get into how a sheriff has actually get, gotten it off uh, gets their position which is actually elected in most cases right what they have the ability to control locally that's where I think there's a dissonance. I understand what you're saying, and I get it, and we can dig into that a little bit. But I would start there, one. Number two, when what you said with Joe Biden, I, I thought it's, it's interesting, it's crazy, because when I hear that, that's absolutely true. But that's Candace Owens' argument, too, which is, listen, the issues that we have, the Native Black community has in a, in a large portion of cities are historically democratic areas. So is the real challenge the fact that it's been governed in a democratic way, or is it the fact that we don't have any local context as to actually what's going on in the policing state? That's her argument. I'm not saying I agree with it, but when I listen to it, I'm like, that, 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 that's a good question to me. And so I would love for people to be able to come together and kind of talk about that a little bit. But the problem is, and it's going back to how we started off the show, people get triggered there are things that come up. I mean, think, listen, and I, I said this on our first show that we were on. Mm -hmm. I, I implore anyone who is listening to this, anyone who is watching right now to go back 
and start to do your due diligence on PR and marketing and look at Edward Bernays and look at the way in which even this little thing scrolling at the bottom of the screen has subconscious ways of connecting to our brain. It does. This is scientific. This is not my opinion, right? And so what I'm saying is, is I always ask people, where do you get your information from? Man. Uh, really? I mean, it's, it's a basic question. That and, you know, tell me the last three books that you read. Let's talk about them. Because when you're watching a produced television show, even when it's a news show, I have a really good friend who's a, a six-time Emmy award-winning uh, news producer in a major metropolitan area. We talk about this all the time. It's the words are the same. For the most part, right? They're drops of the same words across stations, regardless of the network. The news cycle is the same. It is a process slash business. And honestly, your brain is the customer that they're trying to acquire. So if you're not looking at it that way, then I, we, you and I are going to have some very different, like if you're not reading information from our multiple sources so you can process it a little bit different yourself and have a broader conversation, it's very difficult to have, to have a broader way of thinking about things because you're being fed the same regurgitated information over and over and over again. And to me, that is the fundamental issue. It's not necessarily a bigger issue than, than, than Trump or Biden or whatever is the fact that we have a binary system where it's either or. Or like my, my, like my Chinese friends would say, well, you only have one more choice than I do. That's what they, I remember three people telling me that when I lived in China. Y'all talk about us and communism. You got one more choice than me. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Look, um, I, put, I put the link out there in the, um, in, the, in the chat, guys. If you guys want to engage with us and share your thoughts and your comments, I, I definitely invite you guys to engage because I, I really want to understand. Torian touched on a few things um, in regards to the same regurgitated information, and, and that's what that's what you especially you're going to get when you cancel out conversations like this one or or last week's conversation when you have um opinions from um both sides but then you also asked me to get yeah. back to um Kamala Harris you asked me you you said let's dig into her not being able to hold her own yeah. does anybody remember this i'm going to i'm i want to share something with everybody you going to bring it up yeah i'm about to cue this thing up okay bring it does up any, does anybody remember oh great it 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 would take now for my um my additional screen to have a, a moment give me one second here all right y'all just bear with me i'm a little slow sometimes oh, oh. oh my goodness what is going on <laughs> bear with me I'm struggling, and my my system is struggling. Come on, now, Senator Harris said she's go. proud of her record as a prosecutor and that she'll be a prosecutor president. But I'm deeply concerned about this record. There are too many examples to cite, but she put over 1,500 people in jail for marijuana violations and then laughed about it when she was asked if she ever smoked marijuana. She blocked evidence. She blocked evidence that would have freed an innocent man from death row until the courts forced her to do so. She kept people in prison beyond their sentences to use them as cheap labor for the state of California. And she fought to keep cash you, bail system in place that impacts poor people in the worst kind of way. So, guys, look. 
this is this is what I mean by she couldn't help hold her own. She didn't even have a response to that. Look, I watched this debate. She didn't have a response to that. And again, she gave y'all that sad story about her dropping out of the race because she didn't have any money. <laughs> she didn't drop out because she didn't have no money, guys. She dropped out because Sheree Peoples and, she and Shayla Peoples' story came out. And when her story came out, she couldn't she couldn't fit into that she couldn't fit into that space anymore. So she had to figure out a new strategy on how to weasel her way back into whatever she she was um, whatever she was um, striving to do. I know you guys have a lot of opinions about Kamala, and you want her to be the. I mean, we saying historical. This is this is history again. Does anybody remember Shirley Chisholm? This is not the first black woman on the presidential ticket. Well, I think so. So I will say this: I do think that she has a really good chance of getting elected on this ticket, and I do think that's a story. Um, well, she's on the ticket. Yeah, but I but I mean, but I, elected, but she's on the ticket. Right. Well, I, but I think there's a higher probability than Shirley Chisholm. I mean, that's just my opinion. I don't I don't have any facts or anything to back. I don't it have up. any facts off of that either, because I, I wasn't I, you know, we weren't we weren't there in those times. Right. But the this is I'm sorry, guys, I, I was having some issues. I seen a few people in the um, that wanted to engage with us. Go ahead. Yeah, and bring them back. on, man. Bring them on. Bring them on. Well, they, they're not in right now. <laughs> call oh, okay. back. in. I'm, I'm with you. You can engage with us. But these are the these are the things that um, I just wanted to say, this is not history, guys. This is this is not Barack Obama, black, um, first black president situation again. We've had a, a, a woman on a presidential ticket and we've had a black woman on a presidential ticket. I know the media wants to, to, to change the narrative. That's the new N-word for me. They want to change the narrative <laughs> like to make that. it sound like this is something very new when it's not. And, and this is going to trigger some people because I have a... Uh, I have an affinity for how I identify. Okay. Touring, tell, you, tell me more you, about that. Yeah, you 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 introduce Native Black American. I've always said I'm, I'm not always, but I've have been saying I am an American Native Black American descendant of a slave. I'm very specific on that, and the reason why I'm very specific on that is because I do support the reparations conversation. And in order to have the reparations conversation, we have to define our lineage. And anybody outside of our lineage that don't fit in our lineage, they're not a part of that conversation. This is this is basically the same thing that Jewish people did with the Holocaust. They but, time to, out, but, time, but time out, though. Time out. Go ahead. Defining your lineage, uh, we can define, I mean, I can identify however I want. But yeah, if we're talking about you want, you, you can identify how you want, but yeah. your lineage is something that you can prove. If you want to just call but yourself, this, a but this, but this, but you got to prove it right now. But this, but this goes back to my original comment, right? Native Black Americans, going back to the Greek thing, the reason mm -hmm. why so many people walk around in their costumes, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? When you see somebody that wearing their purple and gold costume or whatever. Mm -hmm. is and i'm not picking on one particular fraternity blue and white whatever it don't matter is because that becomes the beginning of a lot of people's identity the beginning of the century or the 20th century is the beginning of where a lot of black people started to identify so my challenge to us would be and i think you bring up a great point we do need to start digging into our heritage and our history we do need to be going to african um ancestry.com no. 
Oh, I well, think so. I think see, so. No, I'm, no, we do need to dig into our lineage, but you just said the thing that that throws the whole conversation off. You, What's that? Everybody, yes, if for, for sake of the conversation, everyone is from Africa because that's when the world was all one single continent. But this whole African-American term, let me help you guys out. You, I think we had this conversation um, in text messages. You was like, but in Africa, as an African-American, and I was like, no. Africa is a continent. How can we be an African American? What part of Africa? No, 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 bro, hold on, bro. I never you didn't time out, bro. Time out. Time out. I never said African American. I said AfricanAncestry.com. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was like, see, you know what I'm saying? But I never said that because I don't even use that term for myself. But yeah. but what I'm but but so because I'm because when I'm listening to you and I'm seeing the direction that you're going, I'm like, but you're kind of shooting your own argument because I do think that we do need to understand our lineage. We need to, this is something that I'm in the process of doing right now, looking at records down in Mississippi. My people are from Vicksburg. They're from Hollis Springs. I know some of them, but I have a huge family, whatever. I'm digging into that as well as the DNA part. Some of it is for reparations. I don't really think we'll get it. I'm creating my own reparations. Keep me at 100. Right. But 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 I'm a part of the argument as we start to systematically move it forward. So I'm not saying I'm against it, but I'm not waiting for it. I just you know, I'm I, I think I think we have to be more empowered as a as a native black American community and utilize the amazing tools that we have collectively and just start. To, we can do both. We can chew gum and walk at the same time. And I have a bit of a dissonance with people who believe in our community who believe that we can't. And I also have a challenge with people who believe that we need to be validated by a larger system or a larger group that don't want to validate us. I don't need that right. validation. <laughs> I don't. Validate us. We have our own yeah. right here in America. Yeah. And you need to learn. It, matter of fact, if you look at some of these African artists, some of these, like, like an Akon, if you look at some of these artists, they're actually rooted in our culture. They're rooted. They're, they're trying to, I'm locked up. Don't won't let me out. That's, that, that's, that's not coming from Africa. That's coming from America, guys. That's, that's coming from the whole, that's coming it is, from the whole bro. culture, bro. It so is. But, you, culture. but you're getting, but you're, you're getting into against the own premise of your show. Right. I'm and not. this is, yes, you are because what you're doing right now is if Akon, cause that's an Akon song, I believe. Right. It is. Okay, I, I don't, I, I don't know pop culture like that. I'm kind of dorky, but, um, <laughs> but that's you're selling something, you're right. You see what I'm saying? I mean, people, that's a song. That's, I mean, a song is sales. I'm not selling his song. No, 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 no. You're not listening. He's selling something. He's selling something. He's selling whatever we're willing to buy. The question is, what are you buying? What are you buying? That's the question for for me. I always ask myself that question because I'm not a huge consumer. So I'm asking myself, what do I really buy into? I take in as much information as I can, but I'm very, very diligent about what I actually buy into. And I think we have to do that more. So the real question to me would be, why is it that? Well, that's my, that's my question to that's my question to most of us, um, especially as as these as, especially as people in my community who can't have a who can't have a conversation without unless you agree with them. Kamala is selling something to us and you just want me to buy into it. Um, So is Trump. So is Biden. Everybody's selling something. But we're not talking about Trump. Look, we all agree on Trump. But here's here's another. Okay, so what we're going to cook today. Okay. Here's something else I want us to understand. And I want to understand. So people understand what they And I don't know that everybody knows that. But I find that wherever I go and I see Indian people, the Uh supermarket, Uh on the street, everyone's like, you know, Kamala Harris is Indian, right? It's like our thing we're so excited about (laughs) to have you running for president. 
So we're both Indian, yes. but actually we're both South Indian. Yes. Um, you look like the entire one half of my family. Okay. I wish I could conveniently um, filter myself through multiple cultures. Dude, everybody's selling this, this whole black woman thing. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm fed up with it. I'm, why I'm, though, bro? Why? Listen, because listen, it's a whole nother group that's about to claim this woman. She's not rooted in our culture. She's not mm. anchored in a native black American culture. Yes, she's ski wees. Yes, she, she, she plays the pink and green. And she went to Howard. These are all, I don't care what y'all say. These are all, um, yeah, I do. I do care what you guys say. I want to know what you guys are saying. I, I definitely want you to come in and, and comment because these things are anchored in her strategic moves. This is this is what's where wrong I with that though, bro. What's wrong with that? Be, one, because she she pulling the veil over on my people. I don't like how how how. how? Because she's she's presenting herself as a native black American so she can obtain this black vote and this narrative of of this glass ceiling that she's breaking by being the the uh, first black woman on a presidential ticket is 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 about to drive me up a wall, man. Okay, yeah, okay. So let's back up a little that. bit from that. So so okay. So let let's let's. I think we're gonna run a little over because we need to talk about, yeah, about to what over. makes what makes a person a native black American. What's the criteria? I'm going to take notes. What you makes a person? Hey, Hell yeah. Look, yep. A, dude, it, our culture is rooted here. Nah, I, I asked you a direct question. What are the you things did. that make it, what, what make us a, a native black American? Well, this, see, this is, this is going to be interesting because that's your term. I, I've adopted your term as a native black American. That means okay. I'm from here. That, that means I'm from here. I'm anchored in this, in this culture, but you have to also add for me, a, a native black American descendant of a slave. Hold on. Okay, so descendant of a slave. Running, yeah, I'm not. I'm not running from this conversation. But we have a, a person that I want to that's that's asking to chime in. Um, welcome to the front line, Jaron. You my man. You always jump in. But why are you driving and coming in? What's up, man? Be safe out there, brother. Be safe. Of course, I'm a hardworking black man. I'm on my way home from work, but I really wanted to chime in because you know we had a great conversation last week, and I shared, and I actually saw like. I have 50 viewers myself, but looking at this whole election thing right now, I just feel like it's a, it's, it's a brainwash move, just with everything in general, because I am now at a point where I'm like, okay, I got to vote, but I don't know who to vote for. Why am I a liberal in a way? Yeah. But do I like Kamala Harris and what I've seen? No. And what I think with her, they're trying to brainwash us like with our sense like, oh, she went to Howard. It's like she did all the things to be black. But she's not black, and that's the problem right there. We're, we're, the product we're getting is substance. We're not getting anything realistic. The same thing we had with Obama, as much as I respect the man, and I believe he was one of the greatest presidents, we had hope. We never really got that was like that was our substance right there. We had somebody black office, and that's all we needed. But in all actuality, that's not just what we need. We need somebody who's really going to do more, who's really going to get back to that community, who's really going to get back to the Native American community. Because technically, if you want to go back to it, Native Americans are black people. Puerto Ricans are black people. Cubans no, no, are black people. Anybody who is... Every time we include somebody else in our own struggle, we fight against our own conversation. I'm not having it today. Time out, we're not though. Time out. No Indians, we're not going to include no, 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 no Mexicans. We're not going to include nobody extra today. Today, this conversation is about us. It's Who's about us. us. But, but, but us the problem, Americans, descendants here, of 
You know what it's played, man. Let me finish my question. Let me finish my question. Let me finish my question. Man, I appreciate you joining us on the front line. Thank you for your comment, buddy. Let me finish my question. The the problem is we have a we have a fundamental there's a flaw in what you're saying, right? So we can get as high emotional, high pitch, talk over each other all that we want to. But if we cannot sit down and say, these are the attributes that make a person African-American, Native Black American, Black, whatever, whatever term we want to use for the sake of this conversation, then any other point beyond then becomes full, sub it's subjective all the way around. So let, let's, 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 not saying this has to be the absolute truth, but let's say, so we have to be a descendant of slave, but it's an unproven descendant of slave. Is that, is that fair? What are you saying? That, that are not um, Native Black American descendants of slaves? An unproven person is not. So what I, what I have on my paper here is what makes a person a Native Black American? And number uh -huh. one, I have a descendant of slaves, and then I have unproven, because, I mean, I, mean, I think I... I'm, I'm lost. You lo you're losing me. Somebody help I, me out. <laughs> How do you know that? How do you know it? You can track your lineage back. I've, I've no, been no, 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 no. I said, you. no, not can. How do you know right now? Because I actually have. You've done what? I've tracked my lineage back. Okay. Okay. To so, one. and, and that, I'm in a pro I've, 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 that none of my family has come from Africa. I got every, you. every slave didn't come from Africa. No, no, I'm with you. I, I, that's that's factual. I, I'm with you on that one. But right. what I'm saying is, is that we're we're trying to put together because we say our, not our, the two of us, our meaning the Native Black American community. And for mm -hmm. two people, one who's done the work, Torian is in the process of doing the work. We cannot speak for 30 million people. So what I'm trying to say is, how do we come together with a list, roughly, that applies to 30 million people? So when we refer to our Mm -hmm. That we're in, we're putting everybody in that category, man. You you about to try to lead that 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 task up to me? We we <laughs> just no no we having fun. I mean I'm having fun because it ain't that serious <laughs> to me. But, 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 I don't know how we can define that for thirty million people. But, but I know. But that that's what but that's what we're doing though. When you when we say our when we say our culture when we say Candace Owens doesn't matter or or or. Um, to whoever else is is outside of the the traditional the the mainstream stream stream of thought, then that's what we're referring to. So we're referring to something that is fictitious, but we're talking about it as if it's fact. That's a dissonance, bro. Come on, let's keep it one hundred. That's a dissonance. If we can't even say these are the three things that make us us, but we're basing our whole conversation on us and our community and our culture, that makes no sense. Okay, it so doesn't. let's keep. Okay, I, I, look, I can't define this for 30 million people, but I know when I say our, when I say us, when I say the black community, yeah. I'm talking about someone who was natively born in America, who okay. has the descendant of a slave struggle, and okay. who, has, who has been marginalized in America. Um, th that's, that's, unfortunately, that's our culture. That's, that's an overwhelming, overwhelming amount of people, an overwhelming amount of black yeah. people has yeah. struggled through, um, not me, but have struggled through slavery. Jim okay, Crow. I got you. I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, descended a slave, mm -hmm. unproven, right? Which, but that's fine. Unproven with the ashes. Born and born and raised and educated in America. I added mm -hmm. a little bit to that. That's fair. And we say marginalized. So, my mm -hmm. sub question to number it's three black. is: Don't forget the black. Okay, but so it's is melanin. so how much melanin? Like camel? No, it, it, it hair ain't melanin. No no, it ain't. A, it, well, see, no, it ain't, it, it my, ain't that. My sister melanin, because my sister is very. Yeah, she's as yellow yeah, as this white over here. She you is, know my sister. 
but we know where her parents are. We know who okay, her parents are. But, but hold on, bro. But we, let's be specific, though. And I'm not trying to be an idiot with this. But what I'm trying to do is this is why it's so comical when people speak so a matter of fact to me. Right. Because even when we use the more words marginalized. So, so and I will say as a person who is highly resourced, um, I have levels of education and experiences that I know a lot of people don't have. And I'm, I'm grateful and proud of those things, I guess. But I've also been marginalized in a whole bunch of ways because I'm as chocolate as it gets and my nose is as wide as it gets. So as soon as I put on a hoodie or my workout clothes and I'm walking anywhere, I get marginalized. But at the same time, I have these other attributes, too. So my question would be, because you have to think about when we talk about a Candace Owens and I'm not trying to pick on her, but she's just the first name that comes up. We have these bookends of where you're in and out. And what I'm trying to do is codify that a little bit. So at least we have a Bible of sorts that we can go back to to say that this is the word. This is the scripture to use the Christian's words. That's mm -hmm. all I'm trying to do. That's it. We have to do that, man. Look, I, you, you're right. We do. Because if we don't, we'll get people like Kamala Harris that, uh, codify her or identify herself as black in one in one community and Indian in another com community and Jewish in another community and so on and so on and so on because this person doesn't understand our struggle if you also yeah I'm, I'm, I'm still talking about Kamala because I, I want to get this information to the listeners so that they understand when I put out stuff when I call it a chameleon this is why I'm calling her a chameleon because she she bobs and weaves through these through um through these spaces and while holding a shield or a veil up against each space and but, I, but i'm gonna say bro i love you but you're doing the same thing that you were attacking your listeners are doing at the beginning of the show I'm in not, my opinion you are no, I'm, you, you are man I'm, I'm i'm absolutely open i'm not Which, i'm not closing down their conversation i'm telling them why I feel the way I feel. I'm, I'm telling them why I'm what what information I'm bringing them information to say, hey, look, this is why I'm saying what I'm saying. This is why I'm seeing what I'm this is what I'm seeing. And this is what I'm hearing when I hear. Oh, I'm sorry. When I hear here and say, I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. That's her words. I don't oh, have or, to what's her say, run that one more time. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. Oh, wow. hey, let, let me give you a visual. Let me give you a visual. She's already told us what she's gonna do or what okay. she's not gonna do. Okay, and but I is this is this is this is this audio in context? Like, what is what is before and after what she just said? What is well? Let's the see. the question was being Again, asked about if she's gonna help provide um reparations. For almost a, Here's a, the before. This is the beginning of the clip as I got. Okay, well, start from the beginning so I can hear what she's saying because you was talking over. You right now we have it, it, do you support reparations for black people? Well, listen, again, we had over 200 years of slavery. We had Jim Crow for almost a, a, a century. We had legalized discrimination, segregation, and now we have it, it, segregation and discrimination that is not legal but still exists and is a barrier to progress. We have disparities around housing. We have disparities around education. We have disparities around income. And we have to recognize that everybody did not start out on an equal footing in this country. And in particular, Black people have not. By default, it affects Black families, but there's not a particular policy for African Americans that you need to do. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit Black people. No. I can't make this. This is her. Y'all want me to vote for this. <laughs> this is what this is what you guys are presenting me with. I'm showing you 
that she doesn't share. Look, our the struggle that she has just identified are the things. This struggle that she identified are are un, is unfortunately a part of our culture, a, a, a part of the Native Black American descendant of a slave. That's mm -hmm. a part of our culture. Whether we want to, whether we want to try to overcome yeah. that or not, that's a part of 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 our makeup in in America as a as a black man and woman. And I can't listen to a woman who is bobbing and weaving out of her black and Indian. She one, her father's Jamaican guys. Look, I'm I'm a flat out tell you if you ask <laughs> female, she, going if, in, she, huh? yeah, if you asking me, she's not us. She doesn't come close to us. And the fact that I can't say, even or, though we can't define us, go ahead. You no, know, we can define. Look, <laughs> oh, that's up for debate. That's, up, not, that's but, but, but think about how crazy that is, though. I get what you're crazy. saying. Listen, it is. It is crazy. I, I understand. Before we go there, let me let me explain what I was. Uh, let me get to this point. OK, this All woman right. has a Indian mother and a Jamaican father. Yes. Both not native black Americans and not not aware of well not i'm not gonna say aware and not a part of our struggle they, they they don't have that they didn't have that same struggle we had she lived in berkeley california her father went to stanford she she wasn't she didn't experience a marginalized life and more importantly <laughs> if Indian i sit here with my harvard business school shirt on i'm telling you i've experienced a marginalized life and i went to ivy league school go ahead Look, <laughs> okay. go ahead, man. I said, go ahead. I said her father. I'm sure your 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 children won't experience that same marginalized life because you've broken through the glass ceiling on a few things already. That's what I mean by that. But more importantly, You're go back to that comment. Go ahead, though. We are. But more importantly, her mother, her Indian mother, her she even states in her book, um, one of one of her books that her biggest influence was her grandfather. Her her grandfather was a Brahmin Indian man. I don't know if you. I work in tech. I work with a lot of Indian counterparts and I've listened to some of my Indian counterparts um, talk about this whole caste system. And the way they explain it to me is Brahmin is like the top of the system in, in AKA in, in America, it'd be the white supremacist system. But, and at the end of that system would be the Dalit system, the, the Dalits, AKA that's um, in their language. Dalit means oppressed. That would be the us of, of, of this caste system. Her Brahmin grandfather is her biggest influence, and she's influenced by a caste system that that is not remotely even from our culture. She's not us. And I'm tired of people saying, oh, you're attacking a black woman. I'm not attacking a black woman because the even the the, the drop of Jamaican blood that's in her, she don't even deal with. She states it in her own book. She don't even deal with it, bro. So she's not us. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not defending I'm a not, pro <laughs> Biden Harris like that. What I'm. What I'm doing again. I'm trying to always look at the broader conversation, right? Uh huh. There may be a lot of truth to what you're saying because I don't know who she deals with and who she doesn't deal with. I certainly don't know her levels of marginalization. You know a lot about who she deal with when 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 she's running for vice president, and this is the first time we've seen her Jewish husband. That should tell you a lot about things. It's she's bobbing and we. This is the chameleon. She doesn't even talk about like that struggle is not there for her, bro. Well, she, hold on. Okay, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But but here's here's the here's the thing that's interesting to me with 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 us with with Native Black Americans, right? Using the three criteria that we've identified to say um, that that's what it is is we're very critical, and I'm not saying I'm believing being critical, right? 
but to the point to where it's like we can't move things forward. Now, your argument is, is in no way, shape or form is she does she even identify with being a native black American? She's completely outside of that us circle. Right. She may identify, but she's not. She's not. I'm saying she doesn't. She, right, right, right. I'm saying your point of view. Right. I'm saying your yeah. point of view. And but then also baked in that there's a there's a implication of her marginalization isn't as bad as our marginalization. Right. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm confirming because I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Yes, OK. Yes. OK. Therefore, since it wasn't as bad, then she can't represent Native Black Americans. Right. No, I'm not saying because it's not as bad. She can't represent Native Black Americans. I'm saying with her pulling the veil over at people, I just be you. Let me know who I got. But, you, but, but do you think being her would again, I go back to systems. Do you think being her and saying, you know what, when I get in, I'm going to get reparations that that she would be able to be elected in the system that we're in? So I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people. No, I heard, she I heard what she said. Yeah, she already told us. No, no, no. I know what she said. I asked you a question, though. I Do said, I, if no, no. I, I said, if she said, "Hey, listen, when I get in, my show, my whole focus, number one, top three, is going to be getting reparations for Native Black Americans." Do you think that she would get elected in the United States? Um, I think she'd get voted over. I think the overwhelming vote of Black America will vote for her. Yeah. That's not my my question is not who's going to vote for her. The question you know, is will will she get it? Will what is her probability of getting into the office that she's seeking? Higher because she can definitely block off a, a specific group of of people. I can't. We're we're not the sole deciders of who's going to get elected to office. And that's again, my point. That's my point. That's my point. So so I, I don't even know why she said that or whatever. Not even saying I agree with or disagree with, but what I am saying is in understanding the system that we are in, if she were, because the United States has never done anything solely for black people, ever. Even, even the 13th Amendment, there were other things that were baked in there, right? And that's, that's a fact. This is not even an opinion thing. So given the history that we've seen, that as a person who was born here and who's very chocolate and very wide nose and has a breadth of experience, and as a person who actually lived, not live, but I traveled through India for about four to five months. So I have some context as to what she's talking about and what you're talking about. What's she talking about? Well, what you're talking about, about her oh, not man. being, because you were talking about the caste system in India. And what I'm saying is yeah. I've witnessed it. I've been a part of it, not through osmosis, not through, Indians that come from India to America, but as somebody who lived indigenous in the environment or, or at least lived there for a while, stayed there for a while. And that's my whole point to the beginning of our conversation, which is getting a broader context. Well, hold on. Let me get to my point about her. My point is, is that she probably wouldn't get elected if she said that. In fact, I don't think anybody would get elected if they said that, which I don't, I think is bad. And I think it's wrong. And I think it's representative of the system that we might be in, but that is how it stands right now. And my thing would be, and I think what people in our community are trying to say is, is she's the person that we need or her and Biden, we need to galvanize just so we can have a better chance. And they present a better probability of us moving forward than Trump Pence. That's what I think their argument is. I think that I, I, that's a that's a fair argument. I don't think it's a sound argument, but that's my opinion. Okay, that's, so what so what should it be then? So what I mean, should I it mean, be? 
I don't I, I, look. I can't make an argument for. for I'm no, not no, making. No, 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 no. I'm saying in your, in your, in your, because you're saying she doesn't represent us. Biden is not exciting, or maybe those are my words, not not yours. No, but I'm, for me, they they're the exact thing. This whole that, that the whole comment of the lesser of two evils keeps coming to mind because I feel like Trump is bad and they're also as bad. I, I almost to a degree. We heard Trump just tell us yesterday in one of a news con in one of his news conference um about him thinking Kamala was the perfect selection to have on the VP ticket. I believe he thinks that because she's like him. He's the he she she self-proclaimed herself to be the top cop of California. Um he claims to be the president of law and order, all the same dog whistle politics that people have 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 um, spewed out for for the past four years from Trump. She does the same thing in her book. Here, let me I, I had this, too. In her in her book, Smart on Crime, she wrote, if we take if we take a show of hands of those who would like to see more police officers on the street, mine would shoot up, adding that virtually all law back law abiding citizens feel safer when they see officers walking the beat. And then earlier this year, as she started to talk about how she felt about the whole police reform, reform, she goes, in the wake of the police killing of George Floyd in Minneapolis, she told New York Times that this is the status quo thinking and believing that putting more police officers on the street creates more safety. That's wrong. It's just wrong. These are her quotes. This is That is the exact flip-flop that I'm talking about with her. I'm not just, I'm not just trying to I'm not just trying to beat down a woman who you guys are just pulling up. You guys are so you, you, the black community is so um, adamant or or ready to get rid of Trump that I don't feel like we're looking at how much and how similar these two people are like Trump. Bro, it's because it, from them. this isn't even a black or white thing. This is a human thing. People like shiny things. Period. <laughs> no, it's true. We like we like shiny, glossy things. And and that's what that's again going up to Edward Bernays and some of that stuff. When when things are presented in in a presentable way, in an attractive mm -hmm. way, in ways in which we can in a cursory way identify, people gravitate toward it. Period. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about how much this happens with relationships. Think about how much men do this with maybe uh, women that they're interested in and they want to talk to, right? It's not, hey, you know what? Let me let me approach this this woman and really find out where her soul is. Not a lot of people really thinking about that. And I'm using that as a, a maybe a funny analogy, but the same thing applies here. So it's almost like, hey, we're going to serve this up into what is digestible to the general public enough to which I think I am going to get elected. To me, it's no different than Trump. But I'm asking Donald Trump did the same thing. If you but if you're a person who is so upset with Don, so upset with Donald Trump and I'm talking about our community specifically, why is this the digestible thing, Tori? Because it's the surface thing and it's the thing that's being sold and marketed to people. That's why. Because when you start to dig deep into questions, even like the question that we're trying to answer is what makes a person a native black American? And we really try to sit in it that people can't really answer it. And it takes a lot of time and effort and thought and different ways of getting opinion and white space to think about things to come back to it and have more discussions like this so that you can form a more holistic decision. And I would argue, same thing, black, white thing. A lot of us, a vast majority of us, particularly in the United States, candidly, and I'm not trying to bash us in the U.S., but, but it's something that I've experienced. We don't do that. And we need to do a better job of it. 
We do. That's, That's the reason why we get a Candace Owens again, who says something is triggering and you no longer hear what she has to say just because I heard that one thing and I don't want to hear anything else. And it hinders us people, but specifically for this conversation, it hinders the native black American community. It does because I would like to have conversations around one economics for sure. But then two, you know, we got two other viable or potentially viable parties in the United States. That's not even a consideration like that. To me, that is the, the Green Party and being independent and stuff like that, or libertarian even, right, are completely outside of the realm of thinking and possibilities that I've heard, at least from a narrative standpoint. And to me, that's baffling. So we have this binary way of existing. Hey, man, look, this is where I say a lot of the points that you're making, I agree with. And just like mm-hmm. Jaren said, when we when we. Yeah, the, I don't agree with the binary system. That's 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 what makes me independent. But that's also th- th- this independent side of me. I, I really don't like government at all. And and the less government that we have, the, the better off I am. And I know that sounds like a very conservative point of view because it is. Um, I think the better off we are, we should self-govern ourselves. I, I don't need Trump to tell me to put on a mask, by the way. Uh, I don't need Trump to tell me to put on a mask. I don't need Biden to come out and serve it up that says he would make mask a, a, a mandatory thing. I want to be safe and I want to be protected and I don't want the, the virus that is causing death um, globally. So I'm just going to put on one myself. But the when we have to, when we're, we're, we're we've had a struggle for hundreds of years and we're now at the we're now at that glass ceiling and we're, we're trying to push through that, that glass ceiling. If you're a person that agrees or disagrees with reparations, uh, I say you're the, t- the people, whether you agree or disagree with reparation, having candidates like this, both sides are fighting against our conversation for reparations and our conversation for defining our lineage. So we can get our reparations so black community can get reparations i mean hell the holocaust was i know you said you want to come back to it the holocaust um they provided reparations to the holocaust and hell that didn't even happen in on 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 american soil so Mm -hmm. this is a conversation that i'm actually going to want to get into um from the economic standpoint um, of you. So stick with us as we continue these conversations. T, I, I do want to wrap it up. Uh, you got to go. Been, I forgot. We, we all over an hour long, an hour strong. I, mean, I any, can talk for the next few hours on this one. I know you could. Any <laughs> any part of conversation or comments that you want to leave the frontline listeners with today? Uh, listen, man, my I go back to here is my offering to the Native Black com- American community that I belong to, that I identify with. Mm-hmm. Internally, we got a lot of healing to do. No, no, no. I've, I've said this every every time on, on my podcast. I'm said on this. We have a lot of healing to do, regardless of where the trauma came from. White supremacy, the system internally inflicted upon ourselves. I don't really care about the source as much as I care about us actually acknowledging it and starting to collectively deal with it. And I know that's triggering for a lot of people. I know it's a lot of issues that people may have realized, recognized or not, but I think that's fundamentally where it starts. That's number one. Now, that internal conversation, do we need spectators and advocates and allies to be a part of it? That's up for debate. I'm open either way. My big thing is I want us to collectively start talking about it and address it. Externally, I think we've done a collective disservice to focusing so much on social justice as opposed to economic empowerment and financial freedom. I think those are the two things that actually work and move the needle. 
in the society that we live in and it's the premise of all of it. If we think about it, yeah, money is not everything, but it is the only thing that's involved in everything. And we need to have a better collective understanding of it. So those are the two offerings that I have. So I would say, please try to focus on those two things and then just remain positive, man, because the fact that you can listen to this podcast, the fact that you can even debate some of these topics, whether you agree with them or not, all of that is a blessing or dare I say, a privilege, because it is, because there are people who don't have the ability to, whether it be physically, financial means, or anything in between. So just keep things in perspective. And yes, please keep fighting a good fight because it really is about liberty and justice for all. And we got to keep fighting that fight, but do it in a way that's intelligent, that's strategic, and that, that moves the needle and doesn't buy into platitudes. That's, that's all I got, bro. Hey, guys, keep following along. We, we, we're trying to shape this conversation for you guys. And I appreciate all the people who watch tonight. And with that being said, you can now back up off the front line. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. <sighs>